Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hi everyone, welcome to the episode 5, season 3 of the Shahro Nightlife. And today, we are very blessed to have Brother Muhammad here to share with us his story. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, Brother Muhammad. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, Mr. Firdaus Chia. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, and today, you know, our topic is about once a lost brother returned to Islam. And um, basically, you know, some people say if you have left Islam, basically you are like an apostate. Can, you know, you come back to Islam? <laughs> there are some misconceptions in there where we say, oh, you cannot come back anymore or something. So, <laughs> I don't know. I heard some people say that, but um, so I was thinking maybe your story can help. Is that what they say in uh, Arkham? No, no, no. I'm saying outside people, you know, general, people. Okay. Yeah, in okay. general, people, when they, when, even non-Muslims, right, when they say, hey, you, you cannot leave Islam, no, the moment you leave Islam, that's it, you, you are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's put it like this. Yeah. Um, if you leave the one you love, say, the, your wife or the husband, yeah. do you think if you ask forgiveness, they will, you know, maybe accept you back most of the time? They will, yeah, right? Yeah. If yeah. after, uh, if you already spend so much time, you've already sacrificed so much with each other, normally they will allow, right? Mm, Now, yes. Allah SWT already told us that He is much more loving, much more merciful than our own mothers. Mm. So no matter how much you have seen or have wronged yourself, have wronged Almighty God, He will still accept your forgiveness. So, mm. even if you live the true faith, the only religion, God willing, you are able to return as long as you are still breathing. So oh, we oh. always take for granted that, you know, um, every day we breathe, we never say enough thanks to the Almighty, mm. the Creator. So you try, you try, <laughs> Mr. Pilaus. Okay. Just use two hands or whatever uh -huh. you wish and cover your nostrils. Okay. Cover your mouth. <laughs> See how long you can last. Ah, try, can. try, try. No, no. I mean, I know, I know. My, my, I can hold maybe one minute, lah. <laughs> my breath. One minute. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> But what happens if you do it till two minutes? Then, ah, uh, I will start to shiver, and struggle to want to breathe. Yes. And yet, there are people who say that they are in control of their own life when they cannot just, you know, be out of uh -huh. oxygen for more than five minutes. Allahu Akbar. Uh, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> yeah, we don't have even that power to, you know, stop ourselves from breathing and still survive, right? Yeah. Mashallah. Well said. So, uh, Ustaz Muhammad, I'm going to ask you a question. Like you, you mentioned you were serving reservists. Subhanallah. I just finished. <laughs> yes, I just finished reservists this week. Alhamdulillah, by the grace of Allah. Uh, and then uh, for today, I also finished uh, part lecture in the morning and then full lecture in the afternoon. And then Alhamdulillah, a blessed, blessed individual as yourself called me for interview. And why not? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So, so forgive so, me if I'm a bit shagged. <laughs> no problem, no problem. But what I'm curious is, right, you know, in reservists, you all must shave our beards. Uh. I mean, uh, I'm told that lah, uh, need to meet the dress code, right? Everything must be clean. Then how come you can still keep your beard? Is there <laughs> how you a dress do it? Code? Is there such a dress code? I don't code? know. They said that one you you go we report back to camp. You must shave clean your beard. Uh. 
I thought it's just uh, they encourage you to shave because I, in Singapore, I if I recall correctly, the the statement is you know regardless of race, religion or language, mm. we should be united. So oh. if you have the 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 dress code ruling, please show me, please show me. Mm. But okay. then whatever it is, regardless of race, religion or language, that one shall supersede any other. Right. By right lah, by mm. left we don't know. Okay. So Alhamdulillah, yeah, I just finished reservist. You can see, uh, it's real. Uh, yeah, it's there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> people think maybe you stick one, you know, <laughs> but no, no, yeah, it's not. No, no. Okay, um, yeah, because if I go to camp like that, uh, my encik will say, "Hey, bro, you need to shave." Uh. <laughs> but I know my encik. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then you will have to ask like why my friend don't, don't have to shave and still can serve. So I had, uh, you know, uh, in the same battalion uh, or the same camp, mm -hmm. he's a Sikh with a full turban and the military police band. And then he's just serving as per normal. So Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, okay. Alhamdulillah. Well, so we need to look into that one day. Can we keep beard or not? I mean, I'm sure for those Muslims. <laughs> Who wants to stay on the path of Jesus, peace be upon him, same as Abraham, peace be upon him, same as Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, peace upon them all. Feel free to put in the comments below or wherever you are, and then say, uh, Mr. Fidaos, I want to know how. Inshallah, yeah. we will show you uh, the optimum way, better than any letter that you can get from any body. Inshallah. Okay. I know this is a side topic, uh, but uh, I'm, I'm curious. Eh? Is leaving a beard uh, a sunnah or is it like a must? Because it's a very mixed messages out there regarding this, uh, in my opinion, because people say, oh, it's sunnah. Some people say, no, you must. <laughs> then, you know? And and uh, what, what is your take on that? Subhanallah. I have no take except what I got from Rasulullah Wasallam. Rasulullah Wasallam said, trim the moustache and keep the beard. Keep the beard. Once you hear a commandment like that, that means it's wajib. There is no sunnah. Unless Rasulullah never said such thing. The next one, a powerful one in Sahih Bukhari, you know about the fitrah, about you know cutting the nails, trimming the, uh, removing the armpit, plucking the hair, uh, and uh, you know, and so forth. Even that hadith, it already says, trim the moustache and keep the beard. And we oh. look at all the great, great prophets, all of them sport a big beard. Ali was one of the biggest one, Ali radiallahu anha. So from there, we already have direct confirmation from the last prophet himself that it is wajib. The next one people normally say, oh, Imam Hanbali, Imam Maliki, Imam Shafi'i, they say they have different, different opinions. The best one in Asian context would be saying that Imam Shafi'i said, they say, they say, Imam Shafi'i said, that spotting a beard is only encouraged. It mm. is not wajib. However, let's look back at what Imam Shafi'i himself said in uh, Um Al-Kitab. He has said that keeping the beard is wajib, compulsory, and shaving the beard is not permissible. Therefore, haram. Oh, so if I trim, can or not? Trim the beard, cannot. Can. Ah. As for what the Sabah said, trim whatever is beyond one fist length. Anything above, not permissible. Because oh. we have the narration and we follow mm. as such. Oh, okay. I, I'm new to this. I Now I know. 
<laughs> but Allah I mean, on, honestly, I mean, if you think about it, right? Um, all the prophets have beard. I don't remember a prophet without a beard. <laughs> true, true, true. I mean, Even, I mean uh, also look know, at the, the Jews kept beard, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, and they also fought <laughs> this this cap, but it's just you know now it's just a bit higher, <laughs> like that. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Um, wow, this is uh quite new new for me because you know I always thought you know, even if I leave a goatee it's okay lah. But anyway, um, now you said even the fist then it's okay. But what if I'm Chinese? I cannot grow long beard. You know, Chinese cannot grow long beard sometimes. <laughs> Do you know uh, Hussein Yi? Yeah, his beard is longer than mine. It's now already up till you know the midway of the chest. But nevertheless, okay. okay. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not burden a soul beyond what it can bear. Or, mm. for example, if someone who is handicapped, born with no hands, mm -hmm. will Allah put him into account if he does not, you know, wash his hands before mm -hmm. eating or doing evolution? No. So do not worry. If it is, uh, you are unable to grow as such, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. <laughs> but you will have more trials and tribulation. Okay. How so? I give you a, a uh, good example for example if you look at someone like yourself good looking handsome smart sharp most probably you've seen uh, yourself around in clubs you'll see uh, you know similar image true okay. mm -hmm. now picture this would you go into a club and then see someone like me uh, I mean, maybe in australia have i see maybe australia maybe. us yeah but very rarely they will spot a beard and then with the cap and so forth yeah. yeah so you know you see the beard itself is a hindrance to uh, other sins oh. there is a big big reason why all the prophets almighty god ordained or made it made sure that they all spot a beard oh. okay if you want to know yes mm -hmm. if you look at one of the recent recent um uh, awards show and whatnot, there's this man who dressed mm. in a in a gown. Okay. And then she's he spots a beard and then singing. Oh. I have a picture of it if I can share. Okay. But by, by the way, you know, uh, having beard is now an in thing. To be honest, I think it started off maybe, I'm guessing, okay. Started off with <clears throat> Marvel. <laughs> I think or the superhero. Yeah, you look at Captain America had beard, what? Oh, Chris even, Evans, nice. Even even well done, um, <laughs> even Thor, right? I mean, you see, yeah, Chris Evans, long nice. one. Nice. I think it's it's now now coming uh into fashion to beard, living beard. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of doing having it too. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. But yeah. for us, we should know our purpose in life. Mm -hmm. Sure, they are great, great idols but not great role models mm -hmm. because once you understand your purpose in life when you ask yourself mr chia uh, why did you choose this face i didn't choose it i got you how you know have you seen god no we haven't seen our brain and we believe we have a brain okay so you have not seen god you never choose your face oh uh, mr chia why did you choose this body before you came to earth i didn't choose the body too you didn't choose. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Mr. Chia, 
Why did you choose the parents that you have now? Why you didn't choose like you know Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie so then you can you know grow up with a wealthy life? Oh, didn't choose those two. Yeah. <laughs> Why you cuckoo? Hey, you waste time. Why you didn't choose? <laughs> can chose? we actually choose? No, we God chose it. Lah. God chose. But those. you have never seen God. You have you 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 don't believe. If you don't see, then how to believe? Hmm. Well, our senses only tells us so much in life. You know, we are all having limited senses. God is beyond that. So if you use five senses to identify God, then you're you're actually diminishing His power. It's beyond what your five senses can see or feel or touch or hear. Yeah. So I feel that um, if you need something physical in front of you, just to show you, <laughs> then then you are challenging God to reduce Himself just to show you Himself. You know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is live. Not no script, no nothing scripted. <laughs> Mr. Fidaus Chia just said, uh, "If you need something physical, yes, you can." I want everyone who's watching right now, wherever you are, just raise your hands up. Right, we're going to. And turn it around, and then look at the design that is there. What do you see? Thumbprint, fingerprint. Thumbprint, fingerprint. Now, have you seen like those uh, doppelgangers in Hollywood, Bollywood, and then you know sometimes they will say like, "Oh, we have um, we have a doppelganger somewhere in Asia that looks like Obama or looks mm -hmm. like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, and so and whatnot." Have you have you seen those? Yeah, I mean doppelganger. Yeah. Then after that, stunt, just, stunt guys, you know, stunt standing. They they call it like stunt standing. They look like that yeah, guy. Yeah, right? yeah, stunt double. That's the stunt word. double. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the same, almost same features, almost look alike. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a great article they have collated all these, you know, doppelgangers from different parts of the world. Now, when we look at our fingers, it is mentioned in Surah Al-Kiyama, chapter seventy-five, verse three to four. Ayahsabul insana allan najma izoma balakodirina ala anu sawia banana. I would like to repeat. Ayahsabul insanu allan najma izoma. Does man not think that we cannot reassemble his bones? Nay, we can reassemble him up to the very tips of his fingers, referring to the fingertips. On the day of judgment, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will reassemble all of you after having decayed in the grave, up to the very tips of your fingers. Very specific. Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned the fingertips. Not the face, not the body, whatever doppelgangers, but specifically fingers. And take this from the first human being till the last human being, mm. or maybe until today, not mm. a single human being has the same fingerprint. Wow, mashallah! Even twins, right? Don't have. Even twins, you're right, Mister Chia. Subhanallah. Yeah. So physically, the answer is just right in front of our eyes. I mean, if it isn't so magnificent, the the designer of this, who is the designer behind that? <laughs> we ask this question. Yes. So, those who are watching and yet to know who is the creator, start searching mm -hmm. or watch this video. Inshallah, I've gone through the journey of going through most of the major religions, and then still having coming back to the original faith of. Adam, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad, peace be upon them all. It is the same God. It is the same teaching, the same way of life. None mm. of them differ in anything. Mm. And the answer is just here.
it is the only scripture where Al-Quran, the only holy scripture in the whole world that talks about mm -hmm. fingerprint. I see. Wow. That's amazing, right? I mean, how would the Prophet, peace be upon him, even know there's such a thing called fingerprint in his time? 1400 years ago. Yes, Fidaus. Yes. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. I mean, I mean, I mean, every word that we utter is a doa. That's why Rasulullah said, always utter good things. He always called his companions with good names, good calling. Mm. He called his wives with good, good names, princesses, red cheeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. And take this, remember? Even yeah. if your food is salty, don't mention it, only say good things. Because every word we utter has already taken into action and it will be a dua, a prayer. Mashallah, well said. All right. So, uh, Brother Muhammad, may I ask you, how did your story come about that you lost your faith at one point before you come back? This one is from Surah Taha, chapter number 20, verse 25 to 28. Oh my Lord, expand my chest, my intellect, and ease my task for me. Remove the impediment from my speech so that they may understand what I say. Musa. This prayer, this dua, is the prayer of Moses, peace be upon him. Hmm. He has a stutter, and then he has to face one of the most worst of the worst oppressors and tyrant, which is Pharaoh, or better known as Pharaoh. And Allah SWT guided him to say what is the most wisest thing to say, beneficial and on point. So ladies, if you have been yearning for a LV bag, Prada bag from your husband, say this dua. <laughs> Inshallah, it will sway his heart beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. An example only. Okay, so it came to a point that I was just living my life as per normal. Whatever the parents say, whatever society says, do well in your studies, you'll get a good job and you'll be good for life. Mm -hmm. So that is the aim, that is the goal, that was the pursuit. Then stumble blocks after stumble blocks, wall after wall, I didn't understand. I'm already in university, I already have friends, but it just wasn't going as what I had plan so i started questioning mm. so hang around with friends who i thought had my back as they said that i have their back they will have my back mm -hmm. however as decree from almighty god has it that the story will unfold that started my journey into uh, you know searching for the truth this group of friends you know, once you already hang around with them and then, you know, they'll have your back, uh, I'll have their back, no matter what. Once you say something like that, means no matter what. However, I'm the kind of person, you know, like, um, if there is anything, I'll just screenshot or, you know, save it, have proof and don't say things, you know, uh, that doesn't make sense. Okay. It, it is always a habit. Another mm -hmm. habit that I, I had, I think most of uh, those who know me will know that every time I message will have a Z. So, you know, I say, okay, okay, Z. So okay. they will know at that time, you know, of Nokia, that it is not someone else who's using my phone, it's me. Okay. Uh, so that's one way. So I have a habit, you know, of recording, uh, doing journals so that I don't forget and I don't wrong myself or whatsoever. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, keeping pictures uh, just became a habit. So now I have this proof that I didn't do something which they claim I had done. I presented 
it to my friends, so-called. None of them believed me. None of them cared for whatever proof I had. And they said that I was the worst of the worst person that they have ever met, in a nutshell. Can you imagine having being friends with them for so long, you know, uh, whatever they needed, sending them home, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you don't have enough money, we chip in for each other, you know, and then going on holidays together. And then when the time came, you know, to prove real friendship, they just and then say, no, 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 you, 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 are, you are a liar. We cannot believe you. We, we don't trust you. Whatever you want to say, we don't want to hear. The moment you do that, it is worse than, you know, literally putting a knife to the back. Really sharp. Anyone out there has the same feeling, please share. Mm, please wow. share. This is a very real life story. I think many people go through such situations in life where you have good friends that uh, you think we're good friends. <laughs> friends, family, spouses, you name it. All kinds, but the same pain. Same pain. Please share. I'll be looking forward. And then... So how did you... Um, how did you overcome that? I mean, you did you ask God, like, Allah, why? Why my friends are there? Or how? Of course I did. Of course yeah. I did. I was just like, if you are there... Why are you making this happen to me? You ask me to do this, not to do that. Abstain from this and then do this, this, this. I've done that, of course. Yet, I'm not the worst of the worst human being. Why are you making this happen to me? I have proof. I'm not a liar. And you yeah. know this, among my circle of friends, they normally call each other with uh, nicknames. Okay. Uh, they'll say uh, Perot means tummy. Okay. Uh, they'll say, appendix uh, means short. Sheikh Firdaus. Do you know that in Islam, it is forbidden to call each other with nicknames? Offensive nicknames that ridicule? I was going because... to ask you this because I was going to say like, why would you call your friend something so demeaning? Beats I don't me. know. I, I just think, I think even if it's for jokes, right? Uh, sometimes it's not nice to keep that nickname because people change, right? <laughs> you know? No, no, yeah. If, if, <laughs> if someone is short, I'm not sure if they can change mm -hmm. unless wearing high heels. But I, I understand your point. But I mean, change uh, in the sense that if you say he's, uh, let's say you call a person stupid, right? Mr. Stupid or Mr. Silly is here. People can be smart one day. Right? I just think it's, it's not good to label people. Why? why? Why do you feel that? A, a, a label puts boundaries around people to create a perspective in your mind but you have literally limit the person's potential to be more than what he can be. Okay, let's try this. I call you OTD. Good or not? OT, o, OTD. OCD, OCD. OCD, okay. Is it, is it okay? I, it doesn't hurt me. That's all. I, it was whether you let it hurt you or not. In life, people can call you a zillion things. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah. But Allah SWT says in Surah Al-Hujurat, chapter number 49, verse number 11, Mm -hmm. Do not uh, ridicule, do not use demeaning names and call each other with, uh, you know, offensive nicknames or just mm -hmm. nicknames that you will not feel proud if it were to be called upon you. Mm -hmm. So in Islam itself already, calling nicknames, not permissible. Jalala, you do not like it. Yeah. As, <laughs> yeah, it is as such because mm -hmm. Almighty God is such a loving Almighty God. 
that even the slightest thing that may hurt or have a negative impact on you mm. and the society, it stopped right there. Mm. You know what? I think um, there's also wisdom behind this reason, which is when you use such words on people, let's say one day the person feels sensitive and it hurts them. You know, you're actually opening doors for Shaitan to whisper into your ear and his ear. Because, you know, one day he just think, why my friend is so mean? And that is the whisper in the head, right? And then you start to think, this friend is not a good friend. And you have a lot of little things you start to notice about your friend and become critical about it. Maybe you end up gossiping about him or her. And then you end up, you know, backbiting, uh, look, yeah. backbiting looking at the person in a different way. And then you've your relationship with the person doesn't become any better so you see from one little thing it becomes a, a big problem <laughs> and your relationship becomes bad so it's best you know to always start like you said to start start with a good word with people because it's a doa you also want the person to be good right yeah and you also want to have good relationship and not open the doors of the shaitan to whisper into you or to your friend Exactly, exactly. Mm. You well said, well said, Che. Yeah, I mean. And on that point, mm -hmm. on that note, there is also the same reason why boyfriend and girlfriend is not allowed. Mm. Because you are opening the doors for the devil to play around. Any small instances of hurt, sadness, anger, he can immediately use it against you and against the whole world. As how you put it, friends, especially boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you say is true. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not saying that you know my my past was very perfect. If all of you and your viewers <laughs> combine your sins compared to mine, mine will exceed all of you. <laughs> really, really, really. But I, I mean, honestly, right? Um, some people say, you know, some people say about me, which I know, which is that, oh, for those, you know, you're a Muslim because of your girlfriend who brought you to Islam, and now she's your wife, you know. So you, it's because of girlfriend, right? That's why you got into Islam. <laughs> that's that's a very shallow way of looking at it. Because honestly, I repeat again to them many times. I told this to her. I will not be with you because you're a Muslim. That's what I said. <laughs> and, and she said... What did she reply? Her reply to me was, why don't you find out more about Islam before you make such a resounding call of, no, I will never be a Muslim. <laughs> okay, Shafri Daus, you did not enter into a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Yours was... Let's do who's news on. Yours is friend boy, friend girl. Mm. You have you just so happens to have a girl that is your friend, and for her, just so happens to have a boy that is her friend. Mm -hmm. Because if it's boyfriend, girlfriend, they will normally not say such things because they, they fear of losing one another. I mean, I was in a different scene, right? I was a YOLO guy. YOLO means you only live once. Ah. And I mean, so you bungee jump, bungee jump. No, 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 no. I don't oh, know that. Not that YOLO, different no, no, YOLO. No, no, no. 
You're different, Yolo. <laughs> I mean, I've been in the party scene. I mean, it's 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 habitual for me to speak to many different opposite genders. I would say, and and of course, at that point in time, it's quite simple for me to just not be with someone, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what I'm trying to say is, um, it wasn't the real reason why. Uh, I came to Islam was because of this lady. Because I can easily say, uh, sorry, we should go different ways. Yeah, But Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Uh, all praises be to God. This is the wisdom of God. Yeah. Allah. Alhamdulillah. 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 So, I have specifically said, it is one of the ways, and one of the reasons why this thing is, uh, you know, may open doors to shaitan. Mm. Because all those out there who have been in a relationship have you been heartbroken how many relationships have you been so far in the us most of them would have about eight or nine sexual partners before they settle down to get married most of them would be have will be used goods so if you want pure find a muslim man or muslim woman bismillah <laughs> okay top, yeah, top market. yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of downside to that also. Like, I mean, you have different sexual partners, then you're going to have also sexually transmitted diseases. Uh, and <laughs> you're going to... Yeah, but now of... they don't care. They they do, they just look, ah, I can easily get a pill, uh, you know, do chemo and so what what and what not. Uh, <laughs> subhanallah. So, sexually transmitted disease, mm-hmm. you know, they uh, it is one of the curse for those who do, you know, promiscuity mm-hmm. or adultery. Mm-hmm. Again, we go back to the point where you know about having friends and then you get hurt, opening the doors for shaitan. Mm-hmm. The moment that happens, you'll just go haywire because at that point you'll be at a very, 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 very low point of in your life. You just like say, heck, I'm just gonna drink, I'm just gonna YOLO, <laughs> and you know, you'll destroy others. You'll be in that girl, you'll be with that guy, and then just break their hearts, and then you destroy the whole community. Yeah, it's true. Uh, talking about break their heart, right? Um, it's like they call it uh, what a spare tire, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, in the airline industry, they'll say fresh meat. Fresh meat. Stewardess, stewards, say if I'm true. Say what I. <laughs> please put in the comments if what I'm saying is true. It's become a norm. It's it's it's. People are not fresh. People are not meat, lah. <laughs> the, but that's the, the technology. Way, they, the way you they, say it's like fresh meat. You know, it's like you see meat hanging. It's not a human. It's a product. What I'm trying to say is that's the danger of labeling things. You see, you call people. I mean, not you. I'm saying people who, uh, you say the pilots and the something, right? The people who use those kind of labels, yeah, shouldn't be using. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Chia. Yeah, yeah. Who is now like uh, distributing magazines on the on the shelves now? You know, with uh, ladies scantily clad, bikinis. Mm. Is it? I don't know. The people like this, or you know, those who of say like you know, people dressed in suits, uh, maybe. But I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't read magazines nowadays. It's usually on Instagram only. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who? are the ones that is you know if you just open up instagram or facebook or youtube they mm. will see you know they are you know dressed in short skirts short 
blouse and whatnot for the females. Who are the people that will normally, once you open up, you'll see? Who are the people who open will up? Will it be huh? the Muslims? Or I don't know. How we know? Men? I mean, we won't know unless we go and see everybody eyes looking at what? You, oh, okay. this girl. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes Allah SWT put in the fitrah in those people who are not yet Muslims. Mm-hmm. Once they see someone who's not fasting, they will just say, hey, you're not fasting. <laughs> you know, like like they are the ones who are helping the Muslim to go back on track. Hey, mm. you Muslim never wear tudung. Oh, cannot lah. Government don't allow. Only nurse can now. You okay. see, it's just so innate, fitrah, nature, by God's gift, to know what's right and what's wrong. We just have to find the evidences and that is the purpose of life. Wow, very well said. So, Ustad, how did you, from that point on, uh, come back to Islam then? What what are the religions you went went to research on? Oh, uh, I wanted to commit suicide first. Ah, really? Yeah. didn't respond to me. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, well, like, what's the point? I didn't choose my face, same as you. Didn't choose the body, same as you. Uh-huh. So maybe since I'm hurt like this, maybe I'll just kill myself and then life will restart. Like, you know, uh, reborn, rebirth. Mm. And that's where I went into uh, Buddhism. Wait, wait, so you thought of killing yourself at one point. And how did that, what stopped you from doing that? Uh, Painful. (laughs) Uh, It just, just, uh, you know, um, it just didn't happen. How much I tried to slice, it just didn't happen. So I'm not opening up, but I'm just telling that the thought of committing suicide is just doesn't sit well with anyone. You try, you try to commit suicide, you just see like, hey, why are these uh, people suddenly want to say, why is there a suicide hotline? Why they just want to save a life when it has nothing to do with them? Mm. People don't want that to happen because it's already innate. Fitra. Okay. So, mm-hmm. if anyone who's at this point about to commit suicide or have thoughts, do not. Because Almighty God has mentioned that whoever does so will have it repeated on them, the action that they have done. It will continue until the day of resurrection. Wow. What a painful torture. A painful, painful, dreadful one. Oh, no wonder there's like some supernatural stories where they said the woman repeated like that scene, you know. Oh, there's ghost story, right? They said, oh, she, she walked back to the river and she went back in again. We saw it happen over and over again. So, yeah, I guess what you're saying is uh, coincidentally the same. Um, so just take note that one is not true mm-hmm. because once a soul has passed they are unable to know come back into this realm this is called okay. dunya or the world okay this world is the world of the sin s-e-e-n mm-hmm. almighty god has already mentioned in the quran that there are two creations that he has uh, informed us one is the sin the other one is the unseen the sin is the human beings the unseen are the spirits that's where okay. there is a specific chapter 
in the holy scripture quran the last testament chapter number mm. 72 mm. spirits jinn so then after you went to research on buddhism yeah so this is where the starting point it was just you know okay most of them say they care but they do not care it's just the opposite Mm-hmm. For example, look at 9-11. 9-11 was another turning point for me. 9-11 and then the same like uh, painful hurt that you just can't describe happened again. First was 9-11, then it was the backstabbing. It is clear proof that 9-11 is an inside job. Why? Okay. Mr. Chia, how many planes hit into the Twin Tower? I mean, they say two. Lah. One okay. each. Lah. How many buildings went down? Three lah. <laughs> What's the third building? Building seven lah. WPC7. Yeah. It is the only building that is against the narrative which they say because of a plane hitting, it just went tumbling down. WTC7 had no plane, yet it went tumbling no. down. What more clear proof do you want? Don't have to look at... Hey, they managed to found a passport in all this debris. It didn't burn, burn, but it's just no so nice, beautiful passports they found. Hey, hey, hey. The, the owners of the building bought insurance just a few months before it happened, specifically saying that if any planes hit them, they'll get an insurance buyout or, uh, you know, uh, compensation. <laughs> so many things, subhanAllah. But this is one of the biggest proof you can easily debunk any doctors engineers, scientists that say otherwise. And there is already a group that are advocating, uh, including families who have lost their lives at this tragic event, which their own government did it to their own people. Oh. Yeah, it's just uh, an un- unresolved case, I would say, until today. Nobody knows who is behind it to today. Oh! Except for the narrative you see out there, which is the reason why they went to war. They went to war with which country? Afghanistan and Middle East. But who are the ones they said uh, they hold up the passport? Wasn't it Saudi passport they said? Yeah, Saudi. But then went to war with Afghanistan. So you see, it is mentioned in Surah Tul-Isra, chapter 17, verse 81. When truth is heard against falsehood, falsehood perishes. For by nature, falsehood is bound to perish. So once you present truth, you can never go wrong even though people who do not want to admit it, do not stray from it. Because Rasulullah also have said that during the end of times, holding on to the truth, holding on to the way of life, the true way of life, as Adam, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, Noah, and Muhammad, peace be upon them all, is like holding on to a piece of coal fire. It's very, very difficult. But if you hold on to it firmly, get ready for the most beautiful reward where you will stay in paradise forever and i pray that it will be granted to you and me and all those watching and the whole humanity amen amen i mean i mean i mean yeah so most of the time they say friends but then when you know you ask them for a bit of help difficulty a good example would be sometimes when you are you know uh, out of your Maybe you were destined, you know, to be bankrupt. Then you just ask for that little bit of uh, help. 10,000, mm-hmm. 20,000, maybe an example. Then they just don't want to help. Wow. Even 500, yeah, may just, you know, an example. So why I'm just saying that when they are called in to really help, they just 
Then I... even though the evidence proof is right there in front, yeah, same as the 9-11, same as what uh, happened to me. So you should question like, why is God doing this? You didn't kill anyone. I didn't kill anyone. I didn't do atrocious things like Fir'aun or, uh, uh, you know, all those tyrants mentioned in the Quran mm-hmm. or the Old Testaments. But what happened so, to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like whoever, you know, now who lost the job uh, from the fake pandemic since uh, 2019, uh, 2020 onwards. So many big businesses closed down. So uh, if Almighty God really exists, after all mm-hmm. the worship and fasting, why such a painful, heart-stabbing moment? You know, it's very, very, very stressed. The moment that if you, even if you don't sleep two, three days, you still like, you know, pressure, traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever feel, felt that way, feel free to contact myself or Mr. Fidaus. Inshallah, we'll help you out. Inshallah. Because Allah SWT says in Surah Al-Maidah, chapter 5, verse 32, whoever saves one life, it is as though he has saved the whole of humanity. What a mm. beautiful big reward. MashaAllah. Okay. Okay, so those, this goes out to all the financial hardships, emotional marriage. Okay, so feel free to reach us. Why God is doing this if he exists? So fitra, fitra means the innate nature that we can feel. Sometimes uh, people refer it to as mother's instinct. So you cannot lie to your mom. This is one of the gifts that Almighty God gives to her. Allahu Akbar. Science proof facts. These are all the things that I told myself I need. Mm-hmm. I didn't choose my face. Didn't this? Why am I still here? Why can't I just restart my life? Like what Facebook is trying to do, metaverse. You can just you know, restart your life. Restart your life. Yeah, actually, they have been doing the propaganda since a few years. Uh, I forgot. Allahumma uh, salli ala Muhammad. Never mind. So they have been propagating in Hollywood, and then you only have one life. You only have one chance in this dunya. So make full use of it. All right. So I went on the journey to find out the truth. So this is me uh, in Thailand uh, doing one of the rituals. I didn't know better. This one is, you know, we just hung some money. Okay. And then, you know, we pull the string and then it will deliver the money up to the monks. Wow. Uh, have okay. you done this? No, I'm not Buddhist before. Oh, you're so, not Buddhist. You were? Uh, Catholic. Ah, Catholic. Subhanallah. Yeah. So you brought the cross and everything. Uh, yeah, last time you used to have a crucifix. So you still keep it? Uh, no. Ah, subhanallah, subhanallah. I, 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 do you know that Protestants don't wear the, the crucifix? Uh, yeah, I know some don't. I, I still see some wear uh, a necklace. Eh? There's a crucifix. What? You see those jewelry necklaces with a cross? Those are crucifix. Okay. Uh, crucifix, but... Uh, is without that, Jesus like, on no... it. Yeah, of course. Without oh, the without Jesus. Jesus. So those, I thought Protestants don't wear. Because even if you go to the churches where which I went, they don't mm-hmm. have the cross there. Uh no, there are some still have crosses without oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, I see. So that one alone, actually, it's very simple. You just ask yourself, like, hey, whoever is on the cross, the Bible says, is the most cursed one, the most worst of the worst, will be hung mm-hmm. onto the onto the cross. Okay. How can it be, the blessed human being Jesus, or his original name is Isa, Isa, Ibn Maryam, the son of Mary will be hung on the disgusting cross. 
the cursed cross. And then get this, if Jesus wanted you to carry the cross, did he carry the cross while he was propagating the religion? Or was it without the cross? Oh, I mean, he wasn't carrying the cross until the point where he has to be on the cross. <laughs> so he didn't do da'wah, he didn't propagate uh, the religion with the cross. So why are you doing it with the cross? Food for thought. So these are the monks. So they mm -hmm. took uh, the money we gave to them and then we, you know, it was really fun. We hung on it and then, you know, it will be pulled up all the way to the temple. Next picture, I think you can see. Wow. Yeah, so you can see those plastic, yeah, on the left mm -hmm. and then on the right, then those are, you know, strips of money. What what, what currency is this? Thai, Thai, uh, Thai baht. Thai, Thai baht. Oh, okay. And then uh, it's a bit uh, dark, but you can see the strips of money all the way up to the uh, midpoint there. Okay. So that's where... I don't know whoever will receive it will be, you know, rich. Wow. It's an eye-opener for me. I've not been to such ceremonies. Okay, what's next? All right, next. So then after that, as a gift, they'll just give you this pendant with Buddha or better known as Siddhartha Gautama. That is his uh, real name. He was a Hindu but left because he wanted to search for life, mm -hmm. search for truth. Same as what I was going through. So we are on the same path, on the same track. Mm. Like, you know, so why some people are rich, why some people are poor. He wanted to know. Yeah. But Buddha never said he's God, right? The disciples asked him about God. He didn't reply. <laughs> the disciples asked him again and again and again until to a point he said that there will be another mat Matriya to come after me. He will guide you unto all truth. His name will be the Blessed One. Matriya. Follow that last Buddha. He will receive enlightenment at night. Follow him. That was what Siddhartha Gautama, also known as Buddha. Buddha means and the enlightened one. It's not a god. It's not uh, anything special, but it is the enlightened one. One who receives enlightenment. So now you can see these pictures. This one, those who know Freemasonry, Zionism, and the occult, they will understand the meaning of this right hand up and the other hand down. You can see the left hand, the mm -hmm. symbol. So yeah. those who, you know, are into music, in the music industry and have come out, they will reveal to you that they have to do this kind. I went to school once and they say this is I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for the sign language. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe the ASL or something. Okay. But there is also another way. So it is all based on the intention. Mm. So if you go to most of the rock concerts, if they are doing this to you, they are actually casting a spell on you. What? Really? Uh? I didn't know that. Yeah. So this is one of the actions that is required for you to cast uh, a spell on them so that, you know, they'll be attracted to you by your albums and so forth. Okay. Yeah. So you must... I didn't say that. The artists themselves said it and they expose it. So you can see how Satan is very deceptive and they have even invaded the beautiful religion of Buddha or Siddhartha Gautama. So we have to know about black magic and the occult so that we can differentiate the truth from falsehood. Oh. But where are you going to study occult? So that one was when I went to Jerusalem where Jesus was born. Oh, you went to Jerusalem. I've never been there. What a beautiful place. Subhanallah. May Allah Azawajal make you and your beautiful family and those who have not been to Palestine where mm -hmm. Jesus was born to be able to reach there in the coming future, in the near future. Amin. Amin. All right. So now you're seeing uh, Garuda. So this is one of the, it's, it's in the Buddhist text. Uh, I didn't know it. So I saw the statue and then I was like, you know, wow, okay. 
Okay. Eh, I thought Garuda was a uh, Indonesian. Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can see the mix. Oh. Okay. Fun fact: Any one of you out there have not watched Squid Game? So if you watch Squid Game, you more or less would have encountered or seen where you know they show the police and the symbol of the police, which uh-huh. is an eagle. So then police station South Korea will be mm-hmm. a picture of an eagle. Okay. What is the symbol on Captain's Captain America's shield? Star. True. Then after I that, could Can be, I... could be. Okay, okay then. Okay, what about the symbol of a uh, shield? Shield, a sword, is it? No, that's a sword. Shield no. is a eagle. Eagle. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, then. Then you'll come to realize that many, many big institutions are spotting this eagle-like face. Eagle. Okay. And then when you go to the accursed Fir'aun, even their era, they are always spotting this eagle face with the one eye or the Horus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Horus. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. So since that is not our topic, if you guys mm. want us to go in-depth into that, let us know in the comments. Bismillah. It will be enlightening. It will save you 10 years of research. Wow, I'm more. actually curious about this too. Yeah. But it's already 10.30. I think okay. they want to go to work tomorrow. Oh, okay, tomorrow okay. holiday? Ah? Yeah, I mean half day oh. off or something. <laughs> no, no, I'm working. Uh, I have patients who are sick. They need some uh, body alignment, you know, uh, chiropractic adjustment and, and whatnot. So I have to work. Okay. <laughs> so inshallah, let us know and we'll inshallah find time. Okay, so what's next? Okay, next. Look at the, the, the cloth, cloth okay. he's wearing. Have you been to Umrah? Pilgrimage in uh, yeah, Umrah is white, la, right? But then you see it's exposing the right shoulder. It's exactly the same. Okay. Okay, so... next. I'll show you the, the similarities. Okay, next. Okay. Okay, never mind. Next. Okay, I've already highlighted this one so you can see the hand. So actually, uh the the guy of the temple is just explaining that, that this is a good sign. Uh that they just want to worship. Uh, uh forgive me if I, I can't recollect at this moment because I'm really, really shocked, uh, you know, to disperse the the bad omens down, back down, okay. something like that, yeah. Okay, next. Okay, so even in Buddhism, there are different school of thoughts. There is the Mahayana, there's the Theravada and the Vajrayana. And then wow. it is based on the uh, respective countries. And they have their own version of Buddha, different color, different hairstyle even for Buddha. Wow. So okay. we go next, and next. then you'll see a white Buddha, which is, I think, this is for the Japanese. There is a oh. mix of whatever uh, culture they have and mix into Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, next. Wow, that looks like a tortoise at Kusu Island. Okay, the story <laughs> will be in the next picture. Singapore got Kusu Island, eh? you know. Yeah, so this one is the story of one of the Buddhist priests. Uh, they mm-hmm. tried to cross the sea. And then in order to cross the sea, uh, you know, you had to write on the back of the giant turtle, which mm. ha- which presumably they uh, say is 1,000 years of age. The giant turtle asked Frat, uh, the Lord Buddha, when he will be the, you know, the the one to receive salvation for other. Next. And then to receive the Tripaitaka from the Lord Buddha, they have to ride the giant turtle back during the traveling to the Middle Sea. Giant turtle asked, did they get uh, Enwer from the Lord Buddha and Pratunang? 
Prah Tung Sam Jung forgot to ask the Lord Buddha. That made the giant turtle got angry and dive into the sea. For Fra Tung Sam Jung was scattered part of the Tripitaka was splitted away. Some flowed to Cambodia, Thailand and China. So they are explaining that because of this incident, uh, the turtle got angry, then the book just got split into different uh, areas. Okay. So that's their uh, explanation. Okay, now just look at this picture and see the halo around his head. Oh, that looks like the Jesus halo thing also. Because I always, when I go to church last time, I mean, that's what I see. Lah. Correct. So, take note. There is a mastermind behind this drawing of halo. And oh. it is the same as the ancient times during Egypt. Oh, so, we're Egypt. not going to that. Okay. Let us wow. know. So many stories here. Okay. Subhanallah. Everything is related once you look into it. Okay, so this is the four noble truths that we learned. There is, uh, you know, Dukkha, Samudaya, Niroda, and Magga. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, they say that Siddhartha Gautama understood that in order for you to have a peaceful life, you need to remove desire. Next. Okay. Now, once you apply this eightfold path, right view, right thought, speech, conduct, livelihood, effort, mindfulness, and concentration, Inshallah, he says, God willing, by the grace of God, you will attain uh, Nirvana. 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 Yeah. Next. Okay. We'll go to the next one. Okay. Wow. Why is so this... I look into the book of Buddha. Most of oh, us would gospel. have never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, a compilation done by the University of Michigan. Mm -hmm. Next. Wow. Look at Buddha. What do you see? He looks like Jesus here somehow. No, no, no. Look at his chin. Ah, uh, beard lah. In the previous or you go to any Buddha statue now, do you see a beard? No beard lah. This is done by university with thorough research and Jesus is sporting a beard. Look at the companions around him. Uh, the guy with the turban even has a beard. Okay. So Wait, you're I saying the right to... one? The right one is supposedly Jesus, is it? No, no, no. These are this is pictures of Buddha. Oh, okay. Look, look. He's revealing the, the, the right shoulder, see? Yeah. It's hey, Buddha. There are so, some photos of I see Jesus also wear the same like that. The pattern yeah, but is normally it would be covered shoulders. Yeah, covered shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next. Okay, this is what Buddha said before he went away. Mm. Okay, when the Blessed One had remained as long as he wished, then he went to Beluva near Vasali. There the Blessed One dressed the brethren. Okay. Uh, and the Blessed One, by strong effort of the will, subdued by sickness. So he got sick and kept his hold on life till the time he fixed upon should come. And the sickness abated. Next. Okay. okay. Make ready for me. I pray you, Ananda, the couch with its head to the north between the twin sala trees. I'm weary, Ananda, and wish to lie down. Telling his uh, right-hand man, Ananda. Be it so, Lord, said the venerable Ananda, and he spread a couch with its head to the north between the twin sala trees. And the blessed one, which is Buddha, laid himself down because he was sick and he was mindful and self-possessed. And Ananda was filled with wonder that the blessed one was thus honored. But the blessed one said, not by such events, Ananda. It is the Tagata rightly honored, held sacred or revered. Mm -hmm. Okay, next. Okay. So you can see the topic is now about Matia. Matia. Now the Tagata thinks not, 
Ananda that he is one who should lead to the brotherhood or that the order is dependent upon him. He will be the leader of a brotherhood several thousands in number as I am now the leader of a brotherhood several hundreds in number. So now they are asking like if you are going away, who should we look after? Is there a God and what not? So this is Buddha's reply. Look for another Buddha, a Matiya. He will have followers by the thousands as I have by the hundreds. You look to the right mm. side, Ananda, yeah. the first cousin of Buddha and one of his uh, principal disciples. It is said in the sacred book of East, volume 35, page 225, it is said that I am not the only Buddha upon whom the leadership and order is dependent. After me, there is another Buddha to come. By the name of Matriya, of such and such, virtues will come. I am now the leader of hundreds. Matriya will be the leader of thousands upon thousands. Next. Wow. We'll go next. Oh, mm. is this next? Okay. Then it is mentioned in Sinhanada Sutta, Dhamma number 376. There will arise in the world a Buddha named Matriya, which is also known as the benevolent one, the blessed one, the praised one, a holy one, a supreme one, an enlightened one, endowed with wisdom in conduct, auspicious, knowing the universe. Knowing the universe, he already wrote about you know the fingerprint in chapter mm -hmm. 75, verse 3 to 4. What he has realized by his own supernatural knowledge, he will publish to this universe. He will preach his religion, glorious in its origin, never changing, or kept in its original form. Quran is the only holy scripture which has kept its original form till today. Glorious in its origin, glorious at its climax, glorious at the goal, at the end, in the spirit and the letter. Never change, not a word, not a single dot or title, jot or title, the Quran. He will proclaim a religious life, holy, perfect, and thoroughly pure, even as I now preach my religion, referring to himself, Buddha, and a life like, and a like life do proclaim. He will keep up the society of monks, yani the sahabas, the people who are upon righteousness, numbering many thousands, the sahabas, even as now I keep up a society of monks, numbering many hundreds. So monks are, you know, righteous people upon the truth. So you see, mm. no one matches the description except the last prophet, the seal of prophethood, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, peace be upon him. Yeah, so you see this page also says the same thing. We look at the last line. How shall we know him about this last Buddha? He will be known as Matriya. Matriya is a Sanskrit word. If you translate to Arabic, it will be known as Muhammad. Oh, is it? Oh, wow. So you can see on the left one, he will preach his religion. He will be known as Matia, whose name is Kindness, the blessed one. And we look to the right side. Matia is equivalent in Pali. Matia means loving, compassionate, merciful, benevolent. It is also it also means kindness, friendliness, sympathy. One Arabic word which is equivalent to all this is Rahmat. It is mentioned mm. in Suratul Anbiya, chapter 21, verse 107. Almighty God have sent thee, but as a mercy for all creatures. Almighty God has sent Rasulullah, Prophet Muhammad وسلم, as a mercy for all creatures. And then the words mercy and merciful are mentioned in the glorious Quran, the last testament, no less than 409 times. The word Muhammad is also spelled as Muhammad or Mahomet and in various other ways in different languages. The word Maho or Maha in Pali and Sanskrit means the great, illustrious, and Meta means mercy. Therefore, 
Mahomet means great mercy, which links to what it is mentioned by Almighty God in chapter 21, verse 107, as a mercy for all creatures. How united are we in, in knowledge and in truth, Buddhists and Muslims? Subhanallah. Next. So, what Buddha told to the disciples, so they wrote it down into six criteria to identify the last Buddha, the coming of the last Buddha. Okay. okay. The first one is, that Buddha will attain supreme and perfect insight at night time. On the occasion of his complete enlightenment, he looks exceedingly bright. When he passed away, he will be there will be a bright light. Buddha dies a natural death. The last Buddha will have a normal death. He dies at night time. He looks exceedingly bright before his death. After his death, a Buddha ceases to exist. No more Buddha, no more prophet. And we all know these six criteria fit no one except prophet Muhammad who is the seal of prophets. So we look to the rights. It is mentioned in Surah Dukhan, chapter 44, verse 2 till 3. By the books that makes things clear, we send it down during a blessed night. Fitting one of the criteria, re receiving revelation at night. And then it is mentioned in Surah Al-Qadr, chapter 97, verse number 1. We have indeed revealed this message in the night of power. In, and then we can also see that Prophet Wasallam instantly felt his understanding illuminate, illumined with celestial light. Rasulullah also died a natural death. According to his wife, Aisha radiallahu anha, that Rasulullah expired at night. Why? Because while he was passing away, there was no oil in the lamp and his wife had to borrow oil for the lamp, indicating that he passed away at night time. And according to one of his companions, Anas radiallahu an, Muhammad looked exceedingly bright at the time of his death at night. And after the burial of Prophet Muhammad we have not seen a single prophet after that that has proclaimed truth and whatnot. And then once again, we highlight that Buddha himself sports the beard and he's wearing the same cloth that Muslims do when we embark on a pilgrimage known as Umrah or Hajj. Hmm. We are one. We are united more than you think. We'll go to the next one. Now, this is when I came back to Singapore Mm -hmm. You would know this temple. It's near uh, Otram or Chinatown. It is the oh. Buddha Tooth Relic Temple near Chinatown MRT. Oh, I didn't go inside before. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, this is the scene, how it looks like. There will be a statue of Buddha and then the disciples in black and then the monks in orange at the front. We'll zoom in to the next zoom picture. In. And you can see the followers are prostrating, putting their forehead to the ground. The same way it is mentioned in the Bible. Jesus Christ went into the Garden of Gethsemane and then he went a little further and put his face on the ground. Hmm. Same way of prostration of Christians, Buddhists and Muslims, putting the high part to the lowest part in submission in humility, in humbleness, only to the Almighty God. And we already know that Buddha has already declared that he is not God. He is only a normal man. And he already gave a specific instruction, a hadith, if you so will. An instruction to followers of Buddha to look for the last Buddha and follow him, no one else. So Siddhartha Gautama was, only for, was meant only for his people. And at that time, and for us, is to follow the last Buddha, which is 
Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It is not allowed to follow Buddha. Buddha was only meant for his people and his time. He already gave specific instruction to follow the last Buddha, which is known as Matriya or Muhammad. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Peace be upon him. Wow. And then, of course, you went to I church. think time does not permit. <laughs> Wait, question. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, just to we'll go on to details uh, in a few more episodes, I guess. But my my question is, um, <laughs> a few more episodes, quick game episode, so much. Uh. Yeah. Inshallah, inshallah. inshallah. Um, inshallah. So we so far covered. Uh, so you're saying that you know every time you went to research something, you found Islam appearing uh, again. Yeah, again and so again. So you found Allah. You found uh, you know research about Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And that was where you found in Buddhism, um, and now you're also going to talk about uh, Christianity, which you go and d- dive deeper into it, right? But I guess we don't have time for that. We will carry on that with another discussion, inshallah. <laughs> But uh, coming to the point after, okay, let's say after you dive into all the religion, and so. How was the part where you decide okay Islam is the one? What was the inspiring thing that happened? Is there something happened that you know did Allah give you uh, some sort of inspiration? The moment that I wanted to take my life, the moment after I've you know went into most of the major religions and then still coming back to the same knowledge, to the same truth, wanted to end my life by the grace of Allah. Not this cannot happen by the will of Almighty God. That I chanced upon the story of Prophet Yusuf alaihissalam, who saved mm-hmm. my life, and then Allah subhanahu wa taala gave the long-awaited answer, which I feel is the answer. Why? Because it made me a better human being, and of all people in the whole wide world, Doctor Zakir Naik chose me to be one of his proteges. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. How could it be that you know? A, a guy, a half Chinese guy, looking guy, got chosen in the tiny dot of Singapore, Singapore. So sorry, mm. not Singapore already. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh, this is what is this? What's going? This is uh, on Peace TV, where you know Peace TV is add to 200 million people uh, every day. So if you do not have that, you can easily download uh, Peace TV on your mobile uh, phone. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, free, and then it will always give you knowledge after knowledge after knowledge. Why knowledge is important? Because take note of this: the last prophet said, the last Buddha said, once you passed away, all your deeds will stop, will be stopped for you except three. One, you do beneficial uh, donation, that means mm-hmm. sadaqah jariyah. You build a mosque, you build a well, anything that will benefit the community. Or you provide beneficial knowledge. Any knowledge that is beneficial and they continue to use it, you will still get good rewards even while you are in the grave. You can shake leg. So that is why the importance mm. of knowledge. And the last one is any children that makes doa or prayer for you. These three things will still continue for you. So please make doa for your beloved parents and inshallah or anyone who has passed away, inshallah, it will reach them, especially the children, as per what Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned. So beneficial knowledge is one of them. So whatever knowledge you have gained from today's live show, share it with others. Any questions, feel free to ask. Reach out to us, and inshallah, you can also reach out reach out to us at hrf two zero one one four at Telegram or Facebook. Mm. That's 
RF20114 at Facebook or Telegram. And then share those knowledge and shake click while you are when you are in the grave later. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we, we we are going to end the stream soon so that we come back again, inshallah. Before we go, maybe you can give us an advice, you know, for people who lost their way and want to come back to Islam. What would your advice be? How do they search for Allah again? So you're saying uh, who has lost their way? That yes. Day. So what would your advice be? How do people come back? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. If you feel that you have lost your way, have no hope, go and read the story of Prophet Joseph or Prophet Yusuf salam. Prophet Yusuf salam, when he was young, he already had his test started very early on his own brothers wanted to kill him and he was just at a, such a young age but by the grace of god he was saved one of the brothers said just throw him into a well then trial after trial tribulations after tribulations he was made into a slave into the you know the land of egypt and then became the you know slave of the treasurer mm -hmm. and then you know the wife's the wife of the treasurer tried to seduce him and get this it's exactly the same as me the wife tried to seduce him or a lady tried to seduce you and then you provided proof and no one believed you the the one it so happened by the grace of god the advisor saw what happened and then the treasurer the main guy confronted prophet yusuf and also the wife then the advisor say your wife is telling the truth if the shirt is torn at the front. Your wife is lying if Prophet Yusuf salam, his shirt is torn at the back. Lo and behold, Prophet Yusuf salam, his shirt was torn at the back. That means his wife was lying, the treasurer's wife was lying, and she tried to seduce him, and Prophet Yusuf tried to escape. Mm. Even then, the proof was in front of him. I mean, it was presented for him. The treasurer took Yusuf salam, and threw him into jail. So it was mm. trial after trial, tribulations after tribulations. Yet the victory came at the end. A super sweet victory. So any one of you who are going such a painful uh, trial, painful trial, yes, that you think that you just want to you know, end it, stop, take mm -hmm. a moment, watch on YouTube the Prophet Yusuf A.S. Uh, I believe you can go to Merciful Servant or Prophet's Path. These are two great channels beautiful you have seen so many youtubers doing a live stream doing a live reaction of you know them watching the stories of uh these muslim prophets adam moses all of them are muslim muslim means one who submits their will to the will of almighty god that's basically it so if you submit your will to the will of the almighty creator the great power you are a muslim in arabic thank you for your advice Ustad. So guys, go check out. Jazakallah khairan. Yes, they should just go uh, and read up on story of Yusuf from the Quran and see the trials that he go through and how he overcome them. In fact, all the prophets have gone through greater ordeals than all of us. <laughs> so our ordeals are minuscule compared to them. Very true, Shay. Very true, Shay Fidaus. Subhanallah. So that's why there is a reason why uh, all those stories were presented or, uh, you know, uh, were, were put in place so that we understand and then we learn from it. And Allah SWT also said that actually in Surah Taghubun chapter 64 verse number 15, your wealth, your children, meaning all your assets, 
your family members, they are all a fitna for you, a trial for you, a tribulation for you, a test for you. Mm -hmm. So always, always, whenever you're doing something, never do it for your husband. Never do it for your wife. Never do it for your children. You know, sometimes the mother loves the children so much, pamper them so much. And then Almighty God will test them, maybe with a sickness. Or the wife go and find another husband or vice versa. Never, ever, ever put human beings first. Always put Almighty God first. The moment you do that, your life will be a blessed one. So same as me, I understood the message from Almighty God. I stopped putting my friends first. I stopped putting uh, my life in banks first. Uh, my study in science, medical first. I put Almighty God first. Then everything in my life was arranged perfectly. I couldn't, couldn't have it, and, uh, it any better. I couldn't have wished or prayed for anything better. If this backstabbing were to happen to me again, I would have prayed for a hundred more times of it. Oh, subhanAllah. Thanks for sharing such wisdom with us today, Ustad Muhammad. And uh, I hope all of you who are watching the stream benefited from tonight's sharing. I know it's, be, it's a long one. But I guess tomorrow is it's... Is uh, It's only like uh, one, one hour 28. Yeah, I mean, you know, usually streams, they say keep it within an hour or so. <laughs> but, oh, sorry, sorry. No, but it's okay. Uh, I guess tomorrow everyone has a holiday or half a day because Chinese New Year. Eve, Eve of Chinese New Year. Have um, a good, blessed dinner. Please eat healthy. Don't eat mm -hmm. junk food. That's the way if you love someone, give them healthy food. It's okay if it's expensive, but just be careful of scammers. Uh, if you've seen the video, you know, now they put uh, screws into the fish. If you've seen that video circulating. Yeah, yeah. The, heavy, yeah. the fish are way, way heavier and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> be safe, be safe. Eat organic, eat organic. Don't eat anything else. Find organic fruits, food, and you will have a blessed and healthy life, a prosperous, a prosperous one. Because health, you cannot buy. Agree. It's only given blessing. And achieve, inshallah. Achieve. Of course, given by God and then you have to achieve it. Inshallah. Alright, so we shall we end with uh, any verse from the Quran that you would like to, to do? Shall we do one that you want to do? Oh. <laughs> or, I, or you want to do? Shall we end with Surah Baqarah then? It's uh, up to you. It's your show. Uh, it's your okay. show. Your call. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll recite some and you recite it and then we'll just do a translation for it. And then we end it today because we think that it kind of hits on a lot of key points that you said today. All so right, Mufti Meng style. Go ahead. Mufti Meng style. Mufti Meng style. Bismillah. A'uzu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alif lam. Zalikal kitabula roibafi Hudalil muttaqin Aladina yukminuna bil goibi wa yukimuna solata wa mimma rozakona humiyu fikun Waladina yukminuna bima ilaika wama zila min qablika wa bil khiratihum yukinun ulaika ala hudam min rabbihim wa ulaika humul muslihun 
إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَكُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَأُوْبِ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا وَلَهُمْ أَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ وَإِذَا كِيلَ لَهُمْ لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ قَالُوا إِنَّمَا نَهْنُ مُسْلِهُونَ أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ الْمُفْسِدُونَ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ وَإِذَا كِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ آمَنَ النَّاسُ قَالُوا قَالُوا أَنُؤْمِنُ كَمَا آمَنَ آمَنَ السُّفَهَاءُ أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ السُّفَهَاءُ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ وَإِذَا لَكُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَى وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَى شَيَاطِينِهِمْ قَالُوا قَالُوا إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ اللَّهُ يَسْتَهْزِئُ بِهِمْ وَيَمُدُّ دُهُمْ فِي طُغْيَانِهِمْ يَأْمَهُونَ أُولَئِكَ الَّذِينَ اشْتَرَوُا الدَّلَالَةَ بِالْهُدَى فَمَا رَبِحَتْ تِجَارَتُهُمْ وَمَا كَانُوا مُهْتَدِينَ مَثَلُهُمْ كَمَثَلِ الَّذِي اسْتَوْقَدَ نَارًا فَلَمَّا أَضَاءَتْ مَا حَوْلَهُ فَلَمَّا أَضَاءَتْ مَا حَوْلَهُ ذَهَبَ اللَّهُ بِنُورِهِمْ وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ لَا يُبَسِرُونَ سُمٌّ بُؤْمٌ أُمْيٌ فَهُمْ لَا يَرْجِعُونَ أَوْ كَصَيِّبٍ مِّنَ السَّمَاءِ فِيهِ ظُلُمَاتٌ ظُلُمَاتٌ وَرَعْدٌ وَبَرْقٌ يَجْعَلُونَ وَبَرْقٌ يَجْعَلُونَ أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ مِنَ الصَّوَائِكِ خَدَرَ الْمَوْتِ وَاللَّهُ مُهِيتٌ بِالْكَافِرِينَ يَكَادُ الْبَرْقُ يَخْطَفُ أَبْصَارَهُمْ كُلَّمَا أَضَاءَ لَهُمْ مَشَوْا فِيهِ وَإِذَا أَزْلَمَ وَإِذَا أَزْلَمَ عَلَيْهِمْ قَامُوا 
walau sya'allahu ladhahaba bisam'ihim wa absarihim innallaha ala kulli shay'in qadir ya ayyuhan nas u'budu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum walladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattakun Subhanallah. Thanks for the beautiful recitation, Ustaz Muhammad. Yours was much more beautiful. Subhanallah. Are you sure you're Chinese? Yes, I'm Chinese, of course. <laughs> And you read beautiful Arabic. Allahu Akbar. Beautiful Quran. Yeah. So let's talk about the meaning. I'll, I'll say what I read, and then you you say what you read. <laughs> so okay. what what I what we read uh, in English and uh, translation Alif Lam Mim. This is the book, there is no doubt about it, a guide for those mindful of Allah, who believe in the unseen, establish prayer and donate from what we have provided for them, and who believe in what has been revealed to you, O Prophet, and what was revealed before you, and have sure faith in the hereafter. It is they who are truly guided by their Lord, and it is they who will be successful. As for those who persist in disbelief, It is the same whether you want them or not. They will never believe. Allah has sealed their hearts and their hearing and their sight is covered. They will suffer a tremendous punishment. And there are some who will say, We believe in Allah and the last day, yet they are not true believers. They seek to deceive Allah and the believers, yet they only deceive themselves, but they fail to perceive it. There is sickness... Oh yeah, this is your part, yeah, sorry. It's okay, go ahead, go ahead. You do the English, your English is much more... Okay, okay. There, there is sickness in their hearts and Allah only lets their sickness increase. They will suffer a painful punishment for their lies. When they are told, do not spread corruption in the land, they replied, we are only peacemakers. Indeed, it's they who are the corruptors, but they fail to perceive it. And when they are told, believe as others believe, they reply, Will we believe as the fools believe? Indeed, it is they who are fools, but they do not know. When they meet the believers, they say, we believe. But when alone in their evil associates, they say, we are definitely with you. We were only mocking. Allah will throw their mockery back at them, leaving them to continue wandering blindly in their defiance. They are the ones who trade guidance for misguidance. But this trade is profitless and they are not rightly guided. Their example is that of someone who kindles a fire, but when it lights up all around them, Allah takes away their light, leaving them in complete darkness, unable to see. They are willfully deaf, dumb and blind, so they will never return to the right path. Or those caught in a rainstorm after the sky with darkness, thunder and lightning, they press their fingers into their ears at the sound of every thunder clap for fear of death, and Allah encompasses their disbelievers by His might. It is as if the lightning were about to snatch away their sight. Whenever lightning strikes, they walk in its light. But when darkness covers them, they stand still. Had Allah willed, He could have taken away their hearing and sight. Surely, Allah is most capable of everything.
O humanity, worship your Lord, who created you and those before you, so that you may become mindful of Him. Salakul Ahul Azim. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. So, on a side note, instead mm-hmm. of saying Salakallahu Azim, Salakallahu Azim means uh, uh, whatever Allah Subhanahu Taala said is the truth. Okay. But we have reports of the Hadith where the Sahaba said, after finish reciting the Quran, the Last Testament, they say, Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta, astaghfiruka wa atubulik. Most of the people would know this as Kafaratul Majlis. The closing ceremony, doa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we use this one, and inshallah we will be closer to the sunnah. And inshallah whoever follow, follows the sunnah, follows the last prophet, he will attain the same high paradise. And we pray that everyone will get jannatul kiridaus Allah. Amin. Say amin. 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 Okay. Thank you everyone for tuning in, and thank you brother Muhammad for sharing such a beautiful wisdom with us today. It's a pleasure. Inshallah. May Allah bless all of us here who are watching the stream and you as well, Brother Muhammad. And we'll come back again for a few more episodes, inshallah. Inshallah. Zakmullahu khairan kathiran. May Allah reward all of you greatly. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.